0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Atlanta United needed a win and they got one. Um, the scoring was crazy, but you know, when you talk about the offense doing what we hoped it might look like and what it needed to do, they, they got that over the weekend. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 929 in the game. Let's bring in Jason Longshore. He is the analyst for Atlanta United. Jason is presented to you by the Georgia Lottery. Today could be the day. Um, I, I, have we had this many headers in a match?
2: <laughs> never for goals in a game and mm-hmm. never two goals from from center backs in situations. This is the crazy game. It, it felt like. D.C. came out and was very disruptive early on. Give them credit. They bounced back from a big loss against Philadelphia. But as the first half went on, Atlanta took control. They were creating chances. Everything is leading towards Atlanta United handling their business. Then they conceded a goal straight out of the gates in the second half, Mm. and things got chaotic.
3: I thought it was, uh, again, style makes the fight. I mean, it, it, I know it's uh, one of the worst teams in the league, but, man, it was exciting, a lot of action. And Brooks Lennon, remember there was a time when we said, man, Brooks Lennon can never do what Julian Gressel did? Well, he did it twice. How good has has Brooks been when he's on the pitch, he's creating those shots and those, uh, those moments like yesterday?
2: Man, since he arrived, and I, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit and he needs more credit because he has been among the league's leaders in creating chances in an Atlanta United shirt since he got here. But since he came back from that injury that he suffered in Toronto, I think the team looks completely different in the attack. I think everything syncs up better because he's going to stretch the field wide. He's always dangerous to put in a cross and create an opportunity. But he also can do more than just stand out on the touchline and whip in crosses. He cuts inside. I think his interaction with Luis Araujo was really good yesterday when Luis would stay out wide, Brooks would come inside. They were making different kinds of runs, and Brooks has opened up the attack even more. I think it's created more space centrally for Tiago Almada, who was brilliant once again with, with six chances created. Brooks created five, and when you can have so many different ways to hurt a team, you're going to score goals. And and Atlanta United got the goals maybe from some, some different people than they expected. Mm-hmm. But the question, it comes back to it, Mike, and we've talked about it all year, is even in this game where it felt like Atlanta was by far the better team, they conceded twice mm-hmm. and they had to come back twice. And how do you handle that as you get down to these last seven games?
1: It's Jason Longshore joining us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Almada now 10 assists. He's the fifth player. In our short history to do this in a season, I think Gressel, Vialba, uh, Assad, remember Assad, yeah, and, uh, Assad uh, and, yeah. and Miggy? Uh, how substantial is that to know that his ability to assist on these goals has been such a big part of this season?
2: He, he does so much. Tiago Almada does so much for this team. And we talked to Amar Sadich after the match yesterday on the full time report, and Amar has a really big presence in the midfield pairing up with Santiago Sosa and freeing up Almada. But I I think a lot of times you look at the way the midfield functions and you're like holding midfield, and then Tiago Almada, he's the number 10, he's going to spray passes all day. But you see him drop in to help the team defend. You see him drop to help the team build up the play. There's times where Almada will be the player who receives the ball from the back line. He'll then link up to either a winger or to Sadich or to Sosa, and then he'll make a run to the near post or the back post looking for the cross. The guy's everywhere. I think what he contributes across the board, he creates the chances and he's got the assist, but what he does for this team in so many different aspects gets overlooked at times. Almada has been such a brilliant player and, and so much more well-rounded than I expected after seeing him at Velez, where he was one of the most promising young Argentines coming up out of the country in the youth national teams. He's an even better player than I expected.
3: It is our man Jason Larkes. are talking about a big, emotional, come-from-behind 3-2 win for United. Joseph, uh, seventh goal of the year. Obviously, we've seen him score as many as 35. Is he 100%? We were just talking about Ronald Acuna and the Braves. Has this been more about uh, a fit in the way that the, this manager, Pineda, wants to use him? or I mean, because he's still only 29. Or do you feel that there's still a chance he's not, he's not going to be here very long?
2: I don't know at this point. That's what's so hard to tell. I do think there's a fit issue. And I think you see it in a lot of the situations that Ronaldo Cisneros does off the ball. And go back and look at the first half yesterday. Look at the first half in Columbus as well, where Cisneros pressures the goalkeeper, ball turned over, Atlanta nearly gets a goal out of it, Uh, Own goal deflected off the post. Cisneros is, is just more mobile. He's going to press more. He's going to make more runs off the ball. He's got speed. He gives you that threat to play the ball over the top. I don't know where Joseph Martinez is in terms of fitness from coming back from the surgical procedure he had earlier in the year. I don't know if he's going to be what he was in 2017 or 18. That doesn't mean he can't be effective and score goals. He, he, he did. He's going to find space. He manages space in terms of like the 18 and a small area, really well. He's a very good passer. He creates chances as well. He drops off the line and combines with Almada, with Oju. He's just different than he was before. Cisneros is maybe closer to what Joseph Martinez was before. Joseph is a different kind of player, a still very, very good one, but a different kind of player than he was the first couple of years here.
1: Has our set pieces gotten that much better? What, what is it, just the execution? What do you think it is?
2: It's execution. It's, you know, it's work. Um, it just takes time. I think early on, and, and this year's been so crazy with all the injuries and having to almost regroup in the way that you play. I think when a manager sits down and plans out a year, Set pieces are not the priority at the beginning for a team that wants to play in the manner that Atlanta United does because you're building chemistry. You're building the way you defend first, the way you defend high up the field, the way you press, the, the, some basic patterns in terms of the movements. And then go back to the, uh, the Lennon cross to Joseph. Amar Sadich, when he receives the ball there, he knows Brooks Lennon's going to make that run because of all the work they've put in. He doesn't have to look. He doesn't have to peek over his shoulder. He knows where Brooks is going. Lay it on a platter for him. That stuff is what's important. It takes a lot of time. Set pieces, you work on more as the year goes on. And I think getting Brooks Lennon back helps with set pieces. Thiago Almada, his delivery has been great on these. But also having somebody like Juan Jose Parata in the mix, who's just a a beast in those areas. He's always going to fight for those. He's dangerous defensively in those moments. But in the attack, he's got three goals since he got here, and they've all been big ones too.
3: All right, big guy, you gave up two goals against D.C. United, but as we said, they were able to get the, get the W. Three points now out of the playoffs, but unfortunately we have two games coming up with the Philadelphia in, in quick succession, and, and that's a team which has scored uh, 57 goals. They're second only to Austin as far as goals scored. So how, how daunting is this going to be? And uh, You just mentioned getting guys back and getting some chemistry back. Can we hang with Philadelphia?
2: Yeah, it's daunting for sure, though. I mean, this is a team that has scored 25 goals in their last six home games, and we know what they can do defensively with the way they press and create those turnovers. Atlanta's played pressing teams four times this season with Cincinnati and the Red Bulls. I think the Red Bulls are the most aggressive with their press, the most disruptive. Cincinnati's still kind of learning this process. Cincinnati comes at it a little more from Jim Curtin's playbook. In Philadelphia, Pat Noonan was his assistant. And Atlanta's had some good performances against the press. And then they had one against the Red Bulls here at home that didn't look as comfortable against the press. They've got to be at their best in Philadelphia. But when you look at these games, because they go to Portland on Sunday, and these two, when you look at the playoff picture to me, I'm not hung up on game by game that you have to win this one, you have to win that one, you have to draw that. I'm, I'm not hung up that way. I think you've got seven games left. You can possibly get into the playoffs with 12 points. I think 12 points puts you right on the line. 45 is probably going to be the line when you start looking at who's, what each team has left and, and what the, the, the probabilities are of getting wins and draws, et cetera, et cetera. I think if you get four wins and a draw somewhere, you're in. I think 46 points, you're in. 45 is right on the line. you got to find four wins out of your last seven. That's what it comes down to to have a legitimate shot. And now I put you as high as fifth or sixth. It's, it's going to go down to the wire, and you got to watch every result with Orlando, Miami, Columbus, Cincinnati, New England, Toronto. Got to look at Charlotte and Chicago. They're still within shouting distance, too. It's going to go down to the wire for probably two to three playoff spots on decision day.
1: By the way, Wednesday, Atlanta United at Philly, pregame at 6.30. That time has changed, kicks at 7. So our coverage will begin at 6.30 here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And then Jason just mentioned Sunday at Portland. Tough roadie.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.